Today, I would like to talk to you about the reasons that we should keep a business journal. And this is not a dear diary journal. This is not even a gratitude journal. This is not a place to express necessarily your emotions and what you're going through and the frustrations of the day. I'm talking about a thinking journal or is known as a commonplace journal. Years ago, I realized I loved collecting quotes and I have documents going back, you know, 10, 15 years. I have on my notes app, I have quotes one, two, three, four, five filled with quotes that I've collected over the years. But my favorite way is to use what is called a commonplace notebook where I have a central location to record really interesting ideas, things that I've read, things that I've heard, things that have been emailed to me. And that I, there's a way for me to capture all that information and also write reflections and note, notes back about that particular item because I would like to engage with it, understand why it jumped out at me. What am I gonna learn from it? How am I going to apply it? How can I go back later and revisit that idea when I need a reminder? And a commonplace journal, honestly, is a great way to use my stock of journals that I've collected over the years and have no idea what I'm going to do with them. If you're a lot of, like a lot of the women who I talk to and in my community, we love our notebooks and we tell each other, do not apologize for buying yet another notebook because it had a pretty cover or it was a fun addition or it was on sale or it has great paper. A lot of us are collectors of ideas. A lot of us are collectors of courses or what I call shelf help that we purchase things and maybe we go through them or we don't, but soon we forget about them and move on and they just kind of clutter our, our internet browser or they clutter our bookmarks or they even clutter our computers with all the things that we've downloaded and looked at and read and then just moved on. A commonplace journal is a way for us to pause take some time to reflect on what we've learned so that we're not just consuming information and then jumping on next to the next idea. It gives us an opportunity to consume that information, review it, evaluate it, understand why it's speaking to us, why were we interested in this in the first place. And it's a way to create a different way to interact with the information that we're hearing on a daily basis. So today we're going to talk about business journaling or commonplace journaling in our entrepreneurial journey and for many of us in our clarity journey as we are moving from who we were as we started our business into who we want to become as business leaders. So I hope you'll join us today as we talk about some of my favorite subjects, new notebooks, fun pens, and journaling. Hello there, and welcome to the SELA Entrepreneur Podcast, where we take a look at doing online business a little differently for women over 50. I'm your host, Marta Gertsen, entrepreneur and business owner since 2008, and for far too long, I struggled with trying to figure out what I wanted to be when my business and I grew up. I was tired of buying all the courses and downloading all the freebies, all in the hope that the answer I was longing for would suddenly appear. Turns out, clarity doesn't come in an instant. It's a journey of discovery and finding answers layer by layer. As I took action, I learned what type of work I really love to do, who I had fun serving, and the problems I love to help them solve. That clarity gave me the confidence to start designing a simple, sustainable business that I could steward well, and I'd love to help you do the same. If you're ready to find the clarity you're longing for, then you're in the right place. Let's take this journey of discovery together. what in the world is a commonplace journal or a commonplace notebook? 
And basically it is a, what I consider a thinker's notebook. It is a way to collect information that we've heard that we want to remember. But even beyond that, it's a way to go back and revisit that information, write some notes and reflections about how we're using that information or uh, related quotes or things that have popped up that go, you know what, that's, I heard somebody else say something similar and all of a sudden that sparked a, a new idea. For many of us who are creatives, we're multi-passionate entrepreneurs that we have ideas. Ideas are not the problem. Ideas are, are coming out all over the place and we want a place to trap all those information, those ideas and keep them in central locations so we can go back and visit them. A commonplace journal is a great place to do that. Now, a commonplace journal is kind of reminds me of bullet journaling. If you go by the original developer of the bullet journaling system, he trains you in a specific way to set up your notebook, how to notate things, how to use certain symbols, and on how to track that information. But if you go into the bullet journaling community, people have taken that original idea and run with it. Some people call, make it a huge, gorgeous piece of art. Some people just make it very minimalistic and keep it very simple. I think a commonplace journal is something similar to that. There is There are certain things that people do or recommend that you do, but you need to make it something that's gonna work for you and that you will actually use. So while I do use a commonplace journal for me personally, over the last few years, I've adapted that and created what I call a business commonplace journal. So this may come from listening to a business podcast. This may come from taking a class. I also bring it with me to the mastermind meetings that I lead and jot down information from our conversations when an idea is sparked. A commonplace journal is also a great way to document where all the information you're learning and coming across comes from. So that when we go back and we want to source that information, we have it written out and we can go back to the original source, which is also very important. Also, when you're writing out by hand, there are some benefits to writing out by hand that we don't get through just typing on a keyboard. One, it does slow you down. We don't write nearly as fast as we type and that is not necessarily a bad thing. Slowing down and to write out a memory, a feeling, or what you heard about a quote, it just, it helps us engage with it in a different way. And it's an opportunity to reflect on what you're hearing and to document, like we said, document where that came from, what spoke to you, what words jumped out at you and why. It also helps us remember it better so that we can understand and engage with that information in a different way. Writing it out by hand also helps you create creative connections. So maybe you heard a quote from speaker A and then you read a similar idea in book A and all of a sudden you're making these connections between these two sources of information and that is helping you understand that idea on a deeper level or it's sparking something in you so that you can move forward that idea and apply it in a unique way to your business that works for you. So a lot of times when we are thinking about something, a lot of times we can just kind of think that we know it, but we just move on to the next thing. But if we take the time to write out what we're thinking, there's creative connections and different brain, our, our brains fire in a different way. And so we're understanding in a, in a way that we never would just by listening. With your brain and senses engaged as you are writing and writing out these ideas, you start to identify themes. Sometimes you find solutions and you find creative connections that you have never would have noticed before. 
I know for me, I've had a lot of amazing aha moments by tracking what I listen to, tracking what I've read, and making sure to note that into a business journal. Also, when you're writing by hand, you are increasing memory and awareness. You know, I've when I, if I'm listening to a sermon or a message, or if I'm listening to a podcast that I really want to pay attention to, or if I'm taking a course or even a a weekly call when uh, working with a coach, I need to write things down because otherwise I I tend, my brain starts to wander and this helps keep me engaged with what's being taught, with what's being shared. And it gives me some aha moments to go back and reflect on. I know after one particular intense educational uh, week, I was listening to a series of workshops and my brain was in overload by the end of it because there was so much information flying at me. Yes, I could go back and listen to the recordings, and I did, but the benefit I had was that I had my commonplace business journal, and I could go back through, and I actually went and highlighted more. Once I back went back, and why did I write that note, or what stood out to me, and I went back and highlighted certain themes, and then I took a page in my journal and started writing down my reflections, how I was going to use this information, how did I want to apply this to my business, what ideas was going to sparking in my business or in my way of thinking. And a lot of times I started finding ways to put words to what I was feeling about my business or feeling about my marketing. And it was all these connections that I started bringing together through my business commonplace journal. In an article on psychology today, there was a, a very interesting research study that was conducted on children who started writing and were developing their cursive skills, which unfortunately is, you know, no longer in schools these days. And I think that's very sad. And I think there's some, we're going to find that that is detrimental to a lot of kids. When they were studying this unique relationship with the brain, when it comes to composing thoughts and ideas, the researcher, a professor at University of Washington, reported her study of children in grades two, four, and six that revealed they wrote more words, faster and expressed more ideas when writing essays by hand versus a keyboard, which I find fascinating. And I think that's true for a lot of us, that a lot of times because we're so used to the convenience of a keyboard, we're used to the convenience of a text or a short social media uh, caption, we're not processing the way we used to. We're not processing and taking the time to process. And when you're writing, you're slowing down, you have a way to connect with that information on a deeper way. And so there are different things that you can do for a commonplace journal. I am going to be hands down always saying that for most of us, writing it by hand is the way to go. Because again, you are engaging with that information in a deeper and a more tactile way. So to give you an example, I have a series of notebooks that I just label. Once one is filled up, it goes to commonplace business journal number two, three, four. I think I'm on four or five now. I can't remember which one. And I get a journal or a notebook that I really enjoy working with. I like writing in. I am, I will admit, I'm a paper snob. I like to have really smooth writing paper that works really well with my chosen pen. And I want it to make it an experience. I want it to be something I look forward to. So I don't mind spending a little bit of money on a notebook that's going to be used for months and make sure that it has nicer, thicker paper that's going to handle the pens I like to work with. And then I go through and I number all of those pages. And then as I add information, I make sure to do several things. I add the date of my reflection or the time I heard it. I'm going to write the source. Sometimes it's a podcast. Sometimes it's a book. Sometimes it's working with a coach. Sometimes it's in my mastermind. 
I actually had one over the weekend that it was a fantastic email talking about retreats and why we need to retreat and what we can get out of retreats. I was writing quotes out of that newsletter and adding it to my commonplace journal. And I have plans this week to go back and reread that email and also reread the things that I wrote out from that email and record my thoughts and reflections. How am I going to apply this into my own business? Where, how am I understanding the word and the purpose of retreat better and deeper? I also actually went back and printed that email because there was so much in it. I could have written the whole email word for word, but it gives me another way to go back and process information. So that was, I printed out a copy or saved a copy of that email and it's going into a folder onto my computer. So if I ever need the full documentation, I actually have it notated in my commonplace journal where to go find the full email. So it's a way for us to document what we're hearing and making sure that we're keeping our source material accurate and we can share it in a legitimate, safe way. What I do then is as I'm filling up my notebook, because a lot of times these have, you know, 150, 200 pages, instead of having the need to go back and flip through each page and trying to find it, I like to go back and create what I call an index and an index of my journal. And so on that, so I really like journals that have that like a plastic sleeve or some sort of pocket in the front so I can put this index in there. And as I start a new topic or I'm starting a new class or if it's from a series of weekly calls with a coach, I start listing those topics, that coach, that particular uh, course on, a, on one line. And then every time I put a note in regarding that particular source, I write the page number. And again, I've already numbered all my pages so I can pull that out really quick. I can't tell you how many times it has saved me so much time to go to the front of each business journal and pull out the index. Okay, I know it was in this class or there was this coach or it was this book. And I can go find that in the index and go directly to that correct page in my journal. It's helped me with creating the podcast. It's helped me with developing information for my programs. It's helped me develop a thought that I've been been stuck on and I need some inspiration or I need to go back and remember what inspired me in the first place to start this idea. And so commonplace journaling really is a great way to help you clarify ideas, to engage with ideas, to become a more rounded thought leader, for lack of a better word, if nothing else, just in your own business and then how you interact and share information with your clients how your business grows, how your business develops. A commonplace journal can be an important tool in this process. Now, again, you have to find a system that works for you. A couple of other ideas that I personally haven't used, but I have seen recommended is a, there are some people that actually like index cards and they put one index, one thought per index card and they have a filing system where once they write that thought out, it goes into an organized system where Maybe it's regarding courses or masterminds or business leadership. And so once they write out that thought, they put the main topic on the top of that card and it gets organized in a filing system of index cards. And I have seen pictures of people who have done this and they have long shelves of index cards. So for them, it works. For me, that would drive me absolutely bonkers. Another way, though, that I have used a little bit in years past, for me, it ended up not working. I went back to the written journal, is to use something like an Evernote, something that where you can actually enter information, tag it with a specific topic so that when you need to research or need to look it up again, you could go into a tool like Evernote 
and then you can actually type in the tag of that particular topic and it's going to pull up anything that you've tagged with that idea or that thought. So for some people that's going to work even better and if that's better, better for you, go for it. But the important thing here is that we're so used to listening to a podcast or we're used to reading the book or we're used to taking the course and instead of engaging with it and thinking through it and applying it or really putting it through a decision filter or a discernment filter, we just jump into the next thing and we wonder why we're so confused and why we're feeling so lost. It's because we have so much information that we're becoming only consumers of it and we're not producing our own thoughts, our own ideas. We're not synthesizing what we're learning and putting it down and organizing in a way that actually is useful. So instead of taking more courses and reading more books and listening to podcasts and putting it up on what I call the shelf help, uh, where it's a collection of ideas and stuff that just kind of gets put on the shelf and ignored and you move on, why don't you take the time to reflect on what you've learned? Reflect on why did that speak to you? Why did that jump out of you? Why did out at you? Why did you write that particular quote down? Why did you take that class in the first place? Maybe you need to go back and say, you know what? That podcast was really good and I want to thank the person who referred me to that podcast. Make sure you notate that. Was that a podcast that somebody sent you the link to? Go back and thank them for sharing that and share them why it impacted you. Maybe you go back to the author of the article or the author of the book or the host of the podcast and go back and thank them for the information they shared and share with them the impact that their what they shared had on you and your business. What a great way to use that information that you're recording and that you're listening to and consuming and use it in a different way. My challenge to you is to start some method or some tool that works for you and start use creating a collection of ideas and thoughts and quotes that you want to apply in your business that you want to keep track of and start using it in something like a business commonplace journal. I can't tell you how many times I have been so happy I could go back and find that source material or I could go look at something in commonplace journal number three and remember something back in commonplace journal one and both of those together teach me something new and that I can go forward and use that information or change my mindset or grow myself in a way that helps me run my business better or helps me help my client better. Journaling and journaling by hand specifically, it does give you a different way to consume information, to slow down, to take a breather, to pause, reflect, evaluate, and it can really become an important tool in your clarity journey. It has for me and it has for many of the women that I work with. So if you are going to start a commonplace journal, I would love to hear about it. I'd love to chat with you about it. I am a big fan of journaling, pens, and journals. Some of my favorite topics. So I'd love to hear from you. If you do start a journal or if you've used a different journaling practice for your business, I'd love to hear about it and how it's impacted your business. You can see the links in my show notes here and you can connect with me and send me a message through Instagram or Facebook. I would love to talk to you and learn about your journaling practice and if you started a commonplace journal and how it's working for you. Thanks for joining me. I hope you found some clarity or an aha moment that inspires you to take some action today. Before you go, could I ask a favor? I would really appreciate it if you could take a few seconds and leave a review of this show in the Apple Podcast app. 
Your review really does make an impact and helps spread the word about this show and gets it in the hands of other women who are looking to build simple and sustainable businesses of their own. Until next time.